It's never nice missing out. But millions are doing just that by having a current account that doesn't pay them any interest on their hard-earned money. TSB is here to help. They offer interest to all their Plus account customers for no monthly fee. So if you're one of the millions of people who are missing out, talk to TSB. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast contains questionable language, questionable content, and questionable opinions. Abandon all hope, ye who enter here. Welcome to Season 1 of Podern History X. This is episode number one. This is a podcast where we bring you interesting tales of little-known history with a side of sarcasm and ignorance. And Austin! What? After a long wait, <laughs> it is finally here. It is. I am Tom, and I am joined by my co-host, Austin. Yes, you are. <laughs> Hi, Austin. How are you? I'm Good. Good. Uh, we've been looking forward to this for quite a while. Yeah. Um, if you are listening to this, you are most likely getting it from a new source mm-hmm. that is from the Brain Trust Bros. We are now an official partner with the Brain Trust Bros, and uh, all of our episodes will be lo- uh, brought right to you on their website, braintrustbros.com. Yep. Um, so look forward to that. As we announced in the past, uh, each season, which will be approximately, I think we we said thirty episodes. Thirty episodes, yeah. Um, will have its own theme, mm-hmm. and we'll we will announce this we this season's theme, which uh, is going to be strange people. Yes. Yep. So we'll we'll find you uh, every single week. We'll find you well every single episode. We'll find you a different story of somebody who uh, you probably have never heard of, but has uh, remained in history as a mystery yeah so look forward to those uh we do have a good one for you today but as always um we have to start every single kind of show that we do with some sort of alcoholic yeah yeah so we don't always have to announce it but we're going to um today austin is treating us with a special drink it is the two gingers irish whiskey okay and it smells very good. It does smell good. Yeah, so. so we'll cheers to that, and we'll begin season one. All right. Finally. <laughs> Finally <laughs> yeah. is right. Okay. Ooh. Oh, God. Not bad. It's pretty smooth, I like right? It. Yeah, I like it. That's very smooth, actually. Yeah, it's a, it's a cheaper one, so yeah. I was surprised how smooth it was. Irish whiskey. Cheap is still good. Yeah. You know? So yeah. that's good. Um, so let's move on. Okay. Uh, we will do our This Day in History. Now, today there were quite a few events that actually happened. Um, now, we are recording this episode on a Tuesday, uh, September 5th. Mm-hmm. So, on Tuesday, September, or on September 5th, I should say, uh, in 1774, the First Continental Congress convened. Oh, nice. So, this was uh, one of the big steps to America becoming its own country. Yeah. Uh, it led to a few more. Uh, con- you know, meetings for the Continental Congress and eventually helped lead us into independence. So today, 
1774, that was the beginning of it. Yeah. So that's pretty fucking cool. And I think as a side note, if you think that we drink a lot, <laughs> you should see the bar tab from the Continental Congress. <laughs> I know, I've seen that. Right? It's, I was just in it's Philadelphia. It's crazy. I was just in Philadelphia yeah. in the historic section not too long ago, and they talked about that, and it's like, yeah, yeah they were drinkers. Oh, they, yes. And I don't blame them. They needed to drink. That was yeah. a stressful time in our country, so yeah. good for you guys. So that's uh, this day in history. This day in history. That's right. Um, so now, Austin, I want to tell you a story. Oh, good, because I like listening to stories. Good. Uh, and we'll get your reaction as we go on with the story. And hopefully I don't fall asleep. I don't think you will. Oh, because okay. this is a very interesting story of a person that I guarantee you've never heard of. Uh, I will ask you this. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of the Count of St. Germain? Was he on Sesame Street? No. <laughs> then no. <laughs> he was not. I only know one count, and he was the one who taught me how to count. <laughs> I know who you're talking about now that you mentioned that. Uh, no, that is not, that's not the count we're talking about. Oh, and there's the count of that delicious sandwich. Okay. There's also Count Dracula. Yeah. Okay. Good that's, point. We're not talking yeah. about Count Dracula. All right. uh, the Count of St. Germain, or we can just call him St. Germain. Mm -hmm. He was born in 1691. Um, <laughs> his actual birth date, unknown, his ah. actual birthplace, unknown. Mm. So already we have some mysteries with the man. Um, I will offer $5 million. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's good that you stopped me because that almost turned into Bernie Sanders. <laughs> it did. And then the, the, what would have fun with this is actually kind of funny because the next thing I was about to say was he was possibly of noble birth, mm. but his family was disgraced. Uh oh. Right. So the first known appearance of this man was in Europe near 1710. Okay. So about 11 or 21 years, excuse me. There's good math right there. <laughs> um, and the important part to know about the, his first arrival is that he was aged 45. And that is important because as we go on, it's going to come a little bit weird. Okay. <laughs> um, now, he is known in history as one title. The Immortal Count. Immortal? <laughs> yes. All right. I have an issue with this already. <laughs> Do you? What's your issue? Uh, is he still alive? We're going to discuss this. <laughs> oh, okay. We're going to discuss All this. Right. Wow. That really should have a yes or no <laughs> and specifically no answer. But we're, we're going to discuss this. <laughs> okay. So the story goes that the Count of St. Germain never aged. Really? <laughs> that's the, okay well i've heard dumber stories than that okay i don't know if you have from 1730 oh no i have <laughs> <laughs> from 1737 to 1742 uh -huh. he was in persia studying alchemy <laughs> that was time well spent <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a while too yeah. then he goes back to france and what did he do, get a liberal arts degree <laughs> <laughs> then he goes to france in 1742, then to England in 1743, then to Vienna in 1745, then to Scotland in 1755, then moved to India, and then back to France, and then back to London in the calendar year of 1760. That sounds like a fun like cruise map. Like <laughs> he just went all over to all those countries. Yep. 
1762, he went to Russia during the Russian Revolution under the name Grat Saltikov. Ah. That was the name he was under. He then traveled to Germany and then to a few other places that are no longer even in existence. Okay. And then he died on February 27th, 1784. Or did he? There is a record of his death. <laughs> ah, so he did. But in the in the description, they listed him as dying at the age of 45. Interesting. So he arrived in Europe in 1710 at yeah. the age of 45. But died in 1784 at, at the, the age, age of 45. Of 45. Apparently, he was a very handsome man. Mm-hmm. He was a virtuoso. Uh, he supposedly shared his music with Tchaikovsky, uh, Prince Ferdinand, and many others. He actually composed music for these people and helped compose music with them. Okay. So we're talking about one of the greatest classical composers of all time yeah he worked with him apparently interesting okay um two pieces of his actual own music are actually still in the british museum uh written in 1745 and 1760 so only a few only a few years before he actually died hmm um (laughs) were they called the requiem (laughs) <laughs> no, this is not. This is not Mozart. He's not uh, the only one who wrote a requiem. Well, the his his is the most famous though. Yeah. It? Okay, so that's it. Other um, than that one for a dream. Okay, <laughs> I still haven't seen that. He was. What said, are you waiting for? <laughs> he was said to have spoken ten languages fluently. Those languages are um, <laughs> Chinese, Arabic, Swedish, Portuguese, French, Italian. German, Spanish, Russian, and uh, Sanskrit. Oh. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's just a font. (laughs) Evidently not. (laughs) Damn, he could have been a Quentin Tarantino movie. (laughs) So, so far, we're about halfway done with his uh, his description of him. Okay. What do you think of the man so far? Um, Other than the fact of the immortal count, just his lifeline, what do you think? It's interesting that he did all that stuff between the ages of 45 and 45. <laughs> <laughs> I find some of it hard to believe, but you know, if you say it happened, uh, I don't have the capacity or energy to try to prove you wrong. <laughs> now, I, I pulled up a, a website. It, the website's called coolinterestingstuff.com. Now, just in case you're scared, just okay. in case you're afraid of the title of the story and how it might not be uh, similar, I, I researched this man pretty good, okay. pretty extensively, and the same story pops up in all these documents. So okay. I, I just like this because there's an, another piece at the end that I, I'm going to eventually read. So let me just read a little bit about like that part that I just discussed. Okay. Uh, the date and birth for Saint Germain is unknown. Although most accounts say he was born in the nineteen or in the sixteen nineties, <laughs> um, a genealogy complied by Annie Besant for her co-authored book, uh, "The Comte de Saint Germain: uh, The Secret of Kings," asserts that he was. He wrote the secret. I guess <laughs> asserts that he was born the son of Francis uh, Rakazoi. <laughs> Uh, the second prince of Transylvania in 1690, but we do not. So he was Dracula. <laughs> he might have been, <laughs> but we do know for certain that uh, he was an accomplished alchemist, which means he could turn heaps of metal into pure gold. 
I don't think that's a thing. Well, that was what <laughs> he studied for like seven years. Mm. So let's see. So he speaks all those languages, right? Yeah. Pretty impressive. It is, if he, it's true. He was also a painter of great renown. Okay. A collector of diamonds. And he Who was able to fix flawed diamonds. Um, <laughs> Did they go to diamond counseling? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> But it gets a little stranger because oh, it gets stranger than this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because he never ate in public. What? And supposedly the only thing he ever ate was oatmeal. What? <laughs> so he has friends that people. Okay. That, no wonder he only lived between 45 and 45. <laughs> so, pe- <laughs> so there are documents of actually people talking about him in the sense that he's a friend mm-hmm. and that he would go out to dinner with them but he would only order oatmeal and then when he ate by himself he never ate anything like he would just sit down what he never ate in public so except oatmeal apparently except for oatmeal when he did eat in public which wasn't even that much mm. then in his actual like 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 uh, self-written notes and whatnot, mm. he claims that he drinks this thing called what he calls special tea ah. frequently. So even <laughs> the ancient were fans of puns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So special tea uh, was, was the thing that he drank a lot. So what, what ends up happening is a lot of people start believing that this special tea was the secret of like life. Okay. The secret of uh, of you cannot die if you drink this special tea. Can I take a guess at what it was? <laughs> Go ahead. It was weed, wasn't it? <laughs> you know what, Austin? <laughs> the first thing that came to my my thought yeah. as soon as I read that was that. Yeah. yeah it weed. was like hemp tea or yeah. something, but it was weed. Yeah. I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. It, no one knows All anything right. about this guy. It was weed then. <laughs> we'll go I with concluded. that. Uh, he told people of times long since past as if he was there. There's uh, rumors that he talked about being in uh, the ancient Roman battlefields, uh, in mid- medieval jousts. I remember reading one thing okay. about. Okay. Um, one thing, this was like even more strange. He's like he remembered being around the first person that created bronze. What? But the way he told the stories <laughs> were like really in depth, so people started believing. That this man cannot die. Okay. Let me tell you a story. Tell me a story. I am also immortal. I haven't told anybody yet. Oh. This is a big announcement. Okay. Yeah. Breaking news here on uh, Pardon His Reaction. Yeah. And I remember distinctly watching a medieval jousting tournament. Oh, shit. Where every once in a while, the crowd would sing Queen songs. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was there, too. What? I was there, too. I don't remember you being there. I was there. They sing We Will Rock You. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I was there. Or was that just a movie I watched? Uh, I think it was a night See, here's the point. Because <laughs> I have to put my skeptical hat on. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Go which, ahead. Be skeptical. Which is not a MAGA hat. Okay. <laughs> so, and I know we're not supposed to get political, but I, <laughs> I just wanted to say that. <laughs> um. I think that if you know just a couple facts about historical cultures, you can make it seem. You can make like, yeah. a pretty convincing story to dumb people. Well, how about this? How about okay. if I told you he told people he was over a hundred years old? 
Well, I could say the same thing. <laughs> um, I'm over 100 years old. And then to, years, to conclude but... the note part of it, there's more to the story, but to okay. conclude the note part of it, uh, he was a man of more wealth than can be imagined, but he had no bank accounts and he died, quote unquote, poor. <laughs> so how could he have more wealth <laughs> than could be imagined? Yes. Okay. That's the answer. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. So that's a, it sounds like he was a bullshit artist. Okay. Um, ah. Today we'd make him president. <laughs> Stop. I'm going to get so much trouble. He was 45, right? He was. My <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh, my God. All right. So let me read some side notes here. Go ahead. Um, he dined often with his friends because he enjoyed their company, but was rarely seen to eat food in public. And then it says that he ate only oatmeal. He prescribed recipes for the removal of facial wrinkles and for dyeing hair. Is it oatmeal? <laughs> <laughs> he loved jewels and much of his clothing, including his shoes, and they were they were covered in diamonds. Huh. His shoes were covered in diamonds. Well, he should have just sold them when he became poor. <laughs> <laughs> but he had great wealth. He claimed to be able to fuse several diamonds into one large one. He also said he can make pearls grow to incredible sizes. He has been linked. <laughs> And then this is this is kind of crazy too. He's been linked oh, yeah, to yeah, several yeah. secret societies, okay. including the Freemasons, the Society of Asiatic Brothers, mm-hmm. the Knights of the Light or of Light, and the Illuminati, and the Order of the Templars, and possibly LARPers. <laughs> <laughs> um, was he the one who told Indiana Jones that he chose wisely? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. So. Uh, Officially, St. Germain died in 1784, but of course, dying equals having a bad day when you're the immortal count. He would continue to- I don't understand what that means. Well, he would continue to be seen throughout the 19th century and into the 20th century. So do you know what he reminds me of? What? The world's first Elvis. Ah, This is the first Elvis sighting, you know? He did also wear a lot of jewelry. (laughs) Yeah. Now- this is the picture that people. Okay, so the <laughs> later. So really, you're saying that he's living in Cuba? <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe I don't know. In 1785, he was seen in Germany with Anton Mesmer, the pioneer uh, hypnotist. Some claim that it was Saint Germain who gave Mesmer the basic ideas for hypnotism and personal magnetism. Hmm. Official official records of Freemasonry shows that they chose Saint Germain as the representative for a convention in. 1785 okay when he was dead yeah after taking (laughs) after the taking of the bastille in the french revolution in 1789 uh, a lot of french words here said she had a lengthy conversations with the count de saint germain it's not marie antoinette is it no okay all right never mind it's okay adamar all right tom adamar Nice. From Knight's Tale. Yeah. Everything's circulating. Ah. Oh, God. He allegedly told her of France's immediate future as if he knew what was to come. Mm-hmm. In 1821, she wrote, I, I have seen St. Germain again, each time to my amazement. I saw him when the queen, Queen Antoinette, mm. uh, was murdered on the 18th of Brumaire. On the following, <laughs> on the day following the death of Duke, oh God, in January 1815, and on the eve of the murder of the Duke de Berry. Okay. The last time she saw him was in 1820. 
And each time, he looked no more than the age of 45. Hmm. Uh, The the original uh, St. Germain. Yeah. And Richard Chanfray, the man who claimed to be the Count in in the 1970s. Shanfrey appeared on television with his claim and supposed changed uh, and supposedly changed lead into gold on television. Huh. Shanfrey committed suicide in Saint Tropez in a nineteenth. Saint Tropez. Saint Tropez. Is that how you say that? In, As a Pink Floyd fan, you should know that. I did. I did not know that was how it's spelled. In uh, nineteen eighty-three, but now claims to have made. Uh, now claims have been made that nobody was discovered. Just a suicide note. Hmm. So pretty much up to the 1970s, <laughs> pretty much up to the 1970s, yeah. the Count of St. Germain was still being seen. Really? 300 years after his death. But did anybody see him in a piece of toast? <laughs> Not that I know of. All right. So the Virgin Mary still got it on him. So, <laughs> so this- That's her story. She's so sticking to it. Unless there's one that I don't know of. This is the first, the world's first Elvis case, where a person who- People keep saying Elvis? Evidently. Hmm. Every day, it's like a new claim. I just saw Elvis eating at a diner. Even so, though, I mean, he'd be a lot older. He would, right. But this this person- This has spanned for hundreds of years. And he has never aged past the age of 45, according to folklore. Hmm. Yeah, we should definitely trust folklore. That's always led in a good place. (laughs) But you can't you cannot lie and say that a man that says he was born in 1691, but we don't know where, we don't know exactly when, possibly to a noble family, spoke at least ten, maybe twelve languages fluently. Yeah, traveled all across the world within a span of about ten years, which today is very possible. Back then, is <laughs> might not be impossible. Yeah, because like you might think, wow, so he traveled a lot. But traveling back then in the 1700s was not by plane. No. You could not get to another country in twenty in two hours, three hours. To cross from India to France took a long time. Yeah. Probably months, I'm guessing. I don't know. But now it takes us as long to get through the airport security. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> so pretty much, Austin, that's the story of the, of the Count of St. Germain, whose mm. real name is unknown. Had several different names throughout his travels. Okay. Died a wealthy man, but in a poor coffin. Okay. Had many diamonds. Many diamonds. Gotcha. On his shoes. Made compositions with the great one of the greatest comp- uh, composers of all time. Supposedly. Was friends with the with Prince Ferdinand. <laughs> but not Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> not Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think, Austin? I don't know. I smell a lot of bullshit in this story. Do you? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What are you talking about? How could you see a lot of bullshit in this? I think it is a very interesting case of um, like the life of a real person being twisted as it goes through, you know. Probably, yeah. Through the minds and cultures of different people to where he, you know, goes from being probably an interesting historical figure to like a mythical figure almost yeah 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 well no it's definitely a mythical figure yeah. you're right because if if people are claiming people of of notoriety yeah are claiming that they have seen him and we're talking about 50 years ago yeah 
give or take. The last sighting that we were, that at least that I could find was 50 years ago. Yeah. That's not too far from our lives. No. You know, like, and, and I guarantee you, somebody will make the claim that they that they are the Count of Saint Germain. Yeah. Even though he's not a he's not an Elvis popularity, he's not in that same spectrum as Elvis where where it comes to his popularity. He still is known by the people who want to be him. Yeah. But it sounds like he's taken on, um, like it reminds me of the Mothman. I don't know if you've ever heard about that mythical a little creature. bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or the Mothman supposedly shows up before a giant tragedy, or oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. Because people have said they've seen the Mothman. <clears throat> the famous one was that um, the collapse of that bridge in Virginia, which oh. is what that movie was about—the Mothman okay. prophecies. Okay, um, people claim they saw the Mothman on nine eleven. Mm-hmm. They claim they saw him before the um, bombing of the train in uh, Barcelona. Was it Barcelona or in I, Spain? I, 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 yeah. Just say Spain. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I think you're right. I, I feel think like it it's is, in yeah. Barcelona. And, but I mean, that's recent. The recent one. Most recent. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Okay. I think people have said that they've seen him even more recently than that. But um. Well, I mean, are you talking about the train, the most recent train accident in in Spain, like the one that just happened not too long ago? Yeah. Well, it was like 2000. What was it? Like 2010. Okay. What I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. And I'm sure. I mean. That was when I was kind of interested in what people were saying about right. stuff like that. Right, right. Uh, I it lost is interesting. interest in that a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, but it feels like that kind of thing where it's like kind people of. are attributing something that could probably be explained, you know, if you had a second or two to actually look at it. Now, I want to show you a picture okay. of the uh, artist rendition of the Count of St. Germain. He, there were pictures that he had actually made of him and then of the person from the 1970s that claimed to be him. Can I say so? I hope it looks like Willem Dafoe. <laughs> I don't know why. Not I really. Do, no. But I want to get. I, w- I just want to get your your opinion on okay. whether or not this is the same person. No, I don't think they are the same person. They, there's. I, they I, look similar, but do not. They? Do they really? Well, I mean, I mean a little bit. When the artist, but they're not strikingly similar. The problem is the one is a painting. Yeah. The one is an actual photograph. But now, I mean that one. That painting that they had of the guy who looks like Nicolas Cage right. is much more convincing. Much more that. convincing. There's yeah. a lot more of that. Yeah. This case, the artist who who painted the, <laughs> the Saint, artist Saint formerly Germain. known as Saint Germain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably painted himself. Um, defined the, his facial features, especially his nose, as being very slanted. I maybe the uh, Richard Chanfray got his uh face fixed up or something but it doesn't look anything like him he looks more like um Mick Jagger than he does what's his face uh saint germain yeah, i think you're right i don't know <clears throat> like at, fir- at first when i first glanced i was like oh Mick Jagger why is he there but that's not <laughs> uh you have to say that's a pretty weak association it is yeah so obviously i don't know if i'm telling you i'm not buying into this story no yeah that's why i said it seems like bullshit yeah <laughs> yeah so, uh, that concludes the story of the Count of St. Germain. Nice. Um, so, let's end it there, and we'll come back, and we'll uh, just close up a little bit. Sounds good. Uh, 
All right. I hope you guys and gals enjoyed our little tale of the Count of Saint Germain. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have quite a bit more to come. This is just the first episode of thirty that will be in this season. So <laughs> yeah. that's a lot. So buckle up, buckle up. It's <laughs> a lot of interesting ones. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. It was in- interesting yeah. character. Ah oh, man, I don't know how people fall for stuff like this though. Yeah, well, I think people just so desperately want to believe that it's possible. Yeah, I guess to so. live forever. Yeah, but why would you want? I'm not trying to quote Queen, but who really does want to live forever? Like, why would you want to live forever? A lot of people do. I mean, it's the majority appeal of religion. Man, that, that means you would have to watch all your loved ones die. And <sighs> now nah, I'm good. I'm good <laughs> with the one life. To... I'm I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so to you know. Check us out on uh, BrainTrustBros.com. Yeah. We'll be on their uh, their their association with the – there's a couple other podcasters that are also mm-hmm. on the BrainTrust Bros, which is really cool. Yeah, um, it is. It's with my friend Rhett, friend of the show, Rhett. So thank you so much for having us. Uh, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool yeah. stuff going on. And, uh, you know, we'll try to get more episodes out. We'll try to make it as routine as possible. You know, yep. apologies in advance in case we don't. <laughs> <laughs> shit happens yes it does you know everybody everybody's listening probably knows yeah other than that i think that's it yeah all right sounds good tom all right austin we'll see you guys uh next episode <laughs> yeah or forever if you're saint germain <laughs> yes yeah we'll see you saint germain yeah because you're Maybe. probably listening right or a guy that vaguely looks nothing like you <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah. see you guys right, see you It's never nice missing out. But millions are doing just that by having a current account that doesn't pay them any interest on their hard-earned money. TSB is here to help. They offer interest to all their Plus account customers for no monthly fee. So if you're one of the millions of people who are missing out, talk to TSB. Terms and conditions apply. Dear noble shopkeeper, is 25 the magic number? That's right. For one night only, the Lotto birthday jackpot is £25 million. And it must be won this Saturday. Lotto, celebrating 25 years of the National Lottery. Your numbers make amazing happen. Rules and procedures apply. Players must be 16 or over.